Hello, this is Holy Truth Ministries. My name is Ryan. I am a strong believer in the uh, truth and the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I'm here to share with you a sermon called Fear the Lord and Healing a Hard Heart. How many times as Christians are we faced with hard hearts? People that don't know the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's what I'm sharing with you today, that may be unbelievers, Christians that are holding grudges, uh, family disputes that can be healed by the power of forgiveness in the Lord of Jesus Christ. I have seen this with my own eyes, in my own family and other friends of mine, that Christians are sometimes seen as self-righteous, or we don't know what we're talking about, or go on any social media website, <clears throat> and you'll see how much the work of the devil is being implemented against the church on social media. You can see hate groups, people that despise the word of the Lord, people that congregate to spread hatred and vile speech. And it's, um, I know it's intimidating, but because we fear the Lord, evil fears us, and evil is lower than the dirt. We shouldn't be afraid of the power of the enemy. The enemy wants us to think that we should be afraid of him. His weapons that he uses against the church are fear, control, and division. We need to stand as a whole. That's why this ministry that I am sharing with you on this podcast is called Holy Truth Ministries. We need to observe the word of the Lord as a whole, not what we think we should believe or what we're told to believe. We should accept the whole word as truth, because the gospel is truth. Now, <clears throat> what I'm going to share with you is just a few scriptures and how we can apply them to our daily life. And Proverbs 1.7, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and discipline. That is a marvelous proverb, and it's a one that is very close to my heart. And someone that has studied the Word diligently and wants to share the Word uh, needs to understand that we need to fear the Lord before we can even do that and ask the wisdom and guidance of the Lord Jesus Christ and the power of the Lord and the Holy Spirit to guide our voice because our words have power and we need the power of the Holy Spirit to share the Word of the Gospel. And another one that says fear the Lord is Proverbs 8.13. <clears throat> to fear the Lord is to hate evil. I hate pride and arrogance, evil behavior, and perverse speech. What that is talking about is just what I was saying. People that want to attack the church, uh, hate and evil is alive and well. As Christians, we should not even conjugate with that type of thinking. Because at that point, you're using the words of the enemy. And you're no better than those that are attacking the church. So what do we do with people that are like this? We forgive them, share the love of the Lord, and the truth of the gospel. And Isaiah 5.20, Woe, those who call evil good, and good evil, who put darkness to light, who put bitter for sweet, and sweet for bitter. <clears throat> 
how many times are we seeing this in our young people? Now, mind you, I'm 23 years old. I am around people my age quite often. And one thing I'm seeing is that there's so much spiritual confusion among young Christians and young unbelievers. People that maybe have only picked up a Bible here and there, they don't understand the truth of the gospel. They don't understand uh, what it means to be a Christian. Many people are leaving the church, unfortunately, and because they are not being sharpened, as uh, Proverbs says, uh, iron sharpens iron. That's what we're supposed to do. That's what we're called to do and hold each other accountable. And I'm not seeing this in the church, unfortunately. I mean, I'm seeing it on a small, small scale, but it needs to be more improved on. Churches are starting to lose that sense of community. And we need to focus on that. How can we improve that word community to reach young people, reach older people, middle-aged people, single people, uh, people that have never read the gospel? I mean, we need to stand tall in the eyes of the enemy. We're, we should not be afraid of the chains of Satan. In fact, Christians have the power of the and the truth of the gospel and the power of Jesus Christ to break those chains and what people are holding against them to not believe in the word of the Lord. And one of those things, unfortunately, can be a bitter heart. And when we are bitter in the eyes of the Lord, I mean, what picture in your head right now when you're listening to this is, what does bitterness sound like? It's despair, it's feelings of aggregation, it's um, deep-rooted anger, and... Where do all those things come from? All those type of things are from Satan himself. Those are his weapons that he implements on Christians and unbelievers on the mind that basically saying that you should hate this person for what he, he or she has done to you. You should um, rebuke them and make evil gestures towards them. Don't speak to them anymore. And on and on and on and on. And unfortunately, I've seen this in many young people that maybe have had had abuse in their life and or any type of uh, mental torment <clears throat> from somebody and now mind you those type of things are I understand are complex but there's nothing that the power of the Lord cannot heal and how we get past that is bear with each other and forgive whatever grievance you may have against one another, and forgive the Lord as he forgave you. That is in Corinthians 3.13. Paul talks about that. What that is, that's the healing of a bitter heart, and a hardened heart at that. Such a sad thing that so many people, I see, I, I can just see it. I, I see people that are descriptive in Isaiah 5.20. Woe those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness to light, who put bitter for sweet and sweet bitter. It's unfortunate, really, and I see a lot of Christians also that are not obeying the commands of the Lord. How many times in the Bible, assuming that we are studying the Bible digitally, which I'm not 
accusing anyone of doing that they're not that they're not studying the word but if we are studying the word we'll see multiple times through genesis all the way to malachi to matthew all the way all the way to revelation is what if you love the lord obey my commandments yes that's talking about the ten commandments but it's talking about so many different commandments that people miss or people for some reason think we shouldn't believe in that or for some reason they were told that uh, follow the Lord and you'll be saved and once saved always saved forgiveness is something that needs to be implemented and you see so many times <clears throat> is people don't know how to ask for forgiveness um, and you do that by saying the sinner's prayer. You ask for forgiveness from that individual that you've implemented some type of anger towards as an apology or as a kind gesture, whatever it is you think that forgiveness is. But also forgive yourself for what you did to that individual. And then ask for the Lord for forgiveness as well. So those three things, I think, are golden because one, it sets you free from that bitterness, and it sets you free from all kinds of things, <clears throat> and it no, it no longer sets you captive in the grips of the enemy, because he wants your vessel of the Lord to be corrupted. The devil is very, very crafty, and... Recently, there were some friends, uh, friends, friends of mine that were are coming to the Lord. Thank God, Hallelujah, praise His name. But there was still evil in their house. We cleansed it, and I'm going to tell you now, fellow Christians that are listening to this or unbelievers, evil is alive and well. When I went into that home with the power of the Lord on my side and the truth of the gospel in my heart and on my lips. I could feel whatever it was in that home that did not want me there. And I'm going to tell you right now that Christians that don't understand demons or they don't understand demon possessions, that is a very, very real thing. And it's not something to be taken lightly. As Christians, we have the power by the word of the Lord, to eradicate evil. Now, what I suggest <clears throat> is for Christians, if you're going to cleanse a home or anything like that, and you have any questions on cleansings, it's a, a good idea to have as many Christians as possible, because when more than one Christian are together, we are accord, and it's a cord that's not broken and the devil knows this and when we are cleansing a home <clears throat> we are shedding the light of the lord jesus christ in that home where the darkness is and the darkness will try to flee from that light but we as christians have the power and authority of jesus christ to remove that energy that has been implemented in that home that's causing torment causing mental anguish 
that is causing sleep paralysis and all kinds of just evil things in the eyes of the Lord. And it is a very deadly thing. And some people don't even realize that their homes are um, demonically possessed or has any type of things that are evil in their house. Because some people are just naive to the supernatural realms of what this and the bible speaks of demons all the time and it's it's hard to talk to people about demons for some reason it's almost like it's like a taboo and it's unfortunate that it's a taboo because that shows you that some christians are not strong enough to understand what demonology is and i mind you there are some people that do not have the spiritual gift to eradicate evil from a home that's understandable but if you accept the word of god as a whole and you implement that truth through your mouth your words have power and the lord is our source of strength and energy and peace and comfort his rod and staff comfort me as it says in psalms 23 and it is a true statement and when we are facing evil the reason why we fear the lord as christians is because evil is afraid of us and when evil is afraid of us we are invincible and that is why satan does not want to know that or want us to know that he think he's trying to tell us oh you're nothing oh you're this oh you're this oh you're that you're so disgraceful in the eyes of your creator. We are made in the image of the Lord. Mind you, the demons in hell and Satan did not have a spiritual vessel. They are envious of our spiritual body and the forgiveness that we have through the Lord Jesus Christ. They are lower than the dirt. These demons that are trying to implement torment, disrupt communities, disrupt families. I've seen it. I've seen families be torn apart by just total ambiguity and hatred from the enemy. And we got to be careful with how we implement the truth of the gospel because as Christians, we need to shout the truth of the Lord on every mountaintop every rooftop, every hallway, every corridor, every valley, every mountain, wherever the truth needs to be implemented, that is what a Christian's job is. And we need to face courage as David faced courage with Goliath. As David faced courage in the eyes of the Lord when he was asking for forgiveness for his affair with Bathsheba. That is the type of courage that we need and with that, we fear the Lord, and that's where our courage comes from. Without that, we are asking for strength and power within ourselves. And when we, at, when we seek power and strength and uh, hoping that people will like us and all these um, quote-unquote nice things that society tells us, those are of Satan right there a christian should be humble in the eyes of the lord we are we are not prideful at all 
and when someone threatens us with words like, oh, you're self-righteous or you're prideful, who do you think those words are coming from? That is coming from the evil spirit that is inside of their mind that is telling them to say those words. Because they know that you know the truth of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the only way we can share the truth of the gospel is by speaking it and praising his name every single day. And praying for our friends, praying for the unbelievers, sharing the word of the Lord with unbelievers, and cleansing people's homes, fighting on the front lines of the enemy. And there are some Christians, I understand, are afraid, I'm not assuming they're afraid, but are on a different journey in their faith. And I'm calling for Christians that are weak in their faith to, you better step it up, step your game up, read the Bible diligently, and share it with your friends at work, share it with your friends at college. Um, if you're part of any clubs at college or in high school, if there's anyone listening to this of in high school age, I, I'm all for uh, kids going to youth group. I'm all for kids going to like a WANA group. If you guys have that in any of your churches, uh, those are very, very, very good places for children. Uh, youth group, youth groups are a great place as well because that gives gives kids a chance to study the word together as a whole. And I tell you what, right now, the devil hates that. And the reason why is because that Satan loves to manipulate the minds of youth. And as, as Christians, I may not have children, but I do know that when the Lord does bless me with children and in marriage, I know that as a Christian, we are, I am supposed to be a steward of the Lord to my children. And that is so that Satan does not corrupt the mind of my youth or the Lord's youth, for that matter. And so I'm going to take a break, and I'll be back in about 10 seconds. Welcome back to Holy Truth Ministries. My name is Ryan, and I'm glad to be talking about this wonderful um, new episode in my uh, ministry, and I hope it will affect you deeply, unbelievers, as well as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. I, I'm a firm believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, and I'm sharing the truth of the gospel as best I know how. And every time when an unbeliever is saved by uh, a Christian or by the church, angels in heaven rejoice. And we are going to be rejoicing when we are on the other side with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And that will be such a glorious day when true Christians are together as one with the power of the Lord. Um, one thing I want to share with you all, <clears throat> which uh, hardcore Christians have probably heard this so many times, but it's such a beautiful uh, verse in Scripture. And it basically confirms the whole purpose of why Jesus came to the earth for us. So I'm going to read out of John 3.16, and it's a great verse for people that are just started studying the Word and want to understand what the truth of the gospel actually is. And this is it in a nutshell. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, 
that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the God, one and only Son. This is the verdict. Light has come into one who does evil hates the light, and will not come to the light for fear that his deeds will be exposed. But whoever lies by the tr- lives by the truth and to the light, so that he may, may be seen plainly that w- what he has done has been done through God. Such a beautiful, beautiful piece of scripture. And that is the whole core of Jesus' mission. His hand is stretched out for you and for unbelievers. And the saddest thing is to think of people that have not accepted the Lord Jesus Christ that are rebuked. That's the saddest thing in the world, I think, to me anyway, because as a Christian, that breaks my heart because that's how, why that's what God, God's heart breaks for. It's such a powerful, um, just visual image. Imagine um, yourself, you're standing in front of the Lord, fr- uh, front of the Lord, and He's uh, exposing everything, and he, the judgment is falling hard on you, and says, I, "I've never, I don't know you." And I rebuke you. That would be the most horrible, horrible thing in the world. And as a Christian who truly believes in the love of Jesus Christ, I think it's a a priority to share that with the unbelievers and to fill them with the Holy Spirit, to fill their minds and hearts with the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ so that their tongues can share the word. That is what we're called to do as Christians. We are called to be holy and pleasing sacrifices, as Paul describes in Romans 13. And it's a very important, important thing. We are disciples in Christ. And the church, and it's sad to see churches just falling apart because of lack of membership or for financial reasons or they're just selling the church or whatever is going on. That is evil that is implementing on the church, and it is spreading so fast in small communities. You can go to small communities right now. Um, I live in a small community, and so many churches are just falling apart. And it's we know who is doing that, Lucifer. And he lo- he loves when the church is falling apart. And... Uh, there's something going on there, and there's an infectious tumor in the church, and it's called evil, and it needs to be eradicated, because that is why these church, the church is falling apart. And Christians need to wake up and uh, taste the truth of the gospel for themselves as well, and as well as the unbelievers. It's such a huge thing, and people are just not waking up to the truth of the gospel they are hardened hearts um they are not they are not asking for the forgiveness of the lord they think 
and I've I, we see so many Christians that are like this that go to church on Sunday, and then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, they're doing all the same sins that they've asked for forgiveness for on Sunday. And it is um, hard, I understand, because humans are weak, and all humans are born with original sin. So we have to make sure that when we are spreading the word of the Lord, that the Holy Spirit is on fire inside of us. So when anything that's evil in someone's eyes sees the Holy Spirit in our eyes, because we fear the Lord, evil fears us. I, I'll say it again. Because we fear the Lord, evil fears us. And I believe that's a true statement. It is such a hard, hard road to follow. I understand. I've been there. I see so many people um, look for an escape route, assuming that it will be easy. Picking out verses out of the Bible that, oh, I don't like that, or oh, I don't like that. Oh, we shouldn't believe that. Nowhere in Scripture... Does it say we need, we should stop believing in something? In my book of just wisdom that I've learned in my life of 23 years of living, when I hear somebody that says we shouldn't believe that anymore, I no longer view that as the person that says that. What I hear is that is Satan's vocabulary telling us Christians to not believe in the word and it's hard to think that way i understand that and it might sound very odd and just obscurity total obscurity but it's not it's not in psycho in secular psychology we have what's called a superego an id and an ego now when you're in a social setting like a church, or you're at a high school lunch table, you're at a college cafeteria, you're at a college classroom, you're at the workplace, you're at the workplace, you're at the uh, nurses' lounge if you're in the medical profession, you are getting lunch somewhere at Starbucks or wherever you're at. That can be opportunities for ministry. Now, what is important for those opportunities to happen is to even pray for them to come your way. That's what I do. I, I've been starting to do that, and I'm, that's why I feel the Lord to be telling me to do this podcast, is to share the word and the truth of the gospel to Christians and to unbelievers. And mind you, it's not an easy task. We saw that with Moses. Moses bared a whole entire tribe's sin. And that is why he had so much anguish and he was so humble all at the same time. Because he knew Israel was weak. We saw, we saw that when he climbed off of Mount Zion and, saw, and the, the Spirit of the Lord told him, 
go back, Aaron has made a golden calf, and the and the Israelites are worshiping it. I can't even imagine someone like Moses going up to Mount Zion for 40 days and 40 nights with the Spirit of the Lord surrounding him to only come back and see them worshiping a false idol, which is the first commandment in the Ten Commandments. In fact, what does he do? He was so infuriated, he broke the Ten Commandments on the golden calf. And then, obviously, received a second uh, copy of the Ten Commandments from the Lord. But that just shows you he was so disgusted with just that split second. And Aaron was a uh, was a was a priest, and it just shows you that even pastors and priests can be weak. And we need to hold each other accountable as Christians, and as an, and to hold unbelievers as accountable. So when they come to the word of the Lord and they finally accept the truth of the gospel, say the sinner's prayer, ask for forgiveness, and walk in the ways of the Lord, then you know you're doing we're doing a wonderful job for the kingdom of the Lord. And like I, like it says, when we save an unbeliever and he and he or she comes to the Lord, they are made anew as well as angels in heaven rejoice. That's such a be- just a beautiful, beautiful image to me. Every time when I'm spreading the word of the Lord, I just I hope that whoever is listening to this, if you need prayer, if you need counseling of some kind, um, seek out members of your church, seek out pastors, seek out uh, people that 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 hold on to the truth of the gospel as a whole, because. They can point you down the narrow path that you're supposed to be on, that many fall short of. And the Lord even says, it's not going to be an easy task. It's not going to be an easy road. Um, And it's just, uh, it's a hard, hard road to follow. I understand that. But the reward is so beautiful. It truly is. It's one of the most beautiful things that no money... No earthly materials, no earthly possession can ever, ever contemplate the power and the majesty of the Lord. Because we are told that the, the blessed are the poor, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are the meek, for theirs is the earth. In that is another beautiful verse. Because even though we don't ask, I don't, I don't seek money. I don't seek the riches of the world. They are a blessing, yes, but I seek the treasures of the kingdom of the Lord. And that is what we need to focus on as Christians, and that is what we need to do for the unbelievers and share the word of the Lord as much as possible. Much as possible. It's one of the, I know it's one of the hardest things to even share the word of the Lord with Christians. Believe me, I've been there. It's really hard to share the word of the Lord with those that think that they're living in a right way. And that they think that their way is right. And, it, I mean, Elijah had to confront that when he confronted the prophets of Baal. Baal and, it, and their followers. And 
it's it's hard but because we have the word of the lord with us truth and the spirit of the lord and his authority in heaven we are strong and as 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 christians we need need to implement the word of the gospel on every ear every tribe every tongue no matter where it is on this planet so that evil will be eradicated. I understand that evil is not eradicated yet, but it already is by the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I would like to close now with a prayer that has been speaking to my, my heart for a long time. <clears throat> and I would like to share this uh, prayer with all of you it's uh, very powerful one, i think and it will bring a lot of people comfort i think i hope and it's brought comfort to me because i can feel the holy spirit come for me when i'm around maloney or when i'm sad or anything like that or there's anger or anything bubbling inside of me that i know is of the devil and it gives me so much peace so if you're a christian um, unbeliever uh, if you're listening to this podcast right now, I would like to like to pray this prayer with you. Dear Heavenly Father, I know that I have sinned in your eyes. Give me the wisdom of Solomon. Protect protect me as you protected David when he in his youth against Saul. Give me the humbleness of Moses and the strength of Joshua. Fill my heart with the love of Jesus Christ. I accept the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior and the truth of the gospel as a whole. I make it my mission to share the word with those around me and unbelievers and to love unbelievers and forgive them as Christ forgave us and in Jesus name Amen I hope you enjoyed this podcast it is made possible by the power of the Lord and the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ this is Holy Truth Ministries and my name is Ryan God bless you all, and I will see you on our next episode. God bless.